0: Welcome back to Fashion Pod 101. My name is Rachel Sadler, and today's episode I'm going to be sharing with you everything that I know about how to date vintage clothing. So, I don't know if you know already, I actually own my own online vintage clothing shop called Ada's Attic Vintage, and I've been doing this now for a few years. So, I have learned a few tricks of the trade, so to speak, on how uh, to date vintage. I've also made a few mistakes, so my mistakes are going to benefit you now. So, why you should know why would you want to know how to say vintage clothing if you don't have your own vintage shop for a manner of reasons really if you like vintage clothing it's quite interesting to know how uh, technology has progressed uh well progressed fashion uh, in with the introduction of like um man-made fibers and where and even zips you, you know all these things that we sort of take take for granted in modern day clothing um you can sort of see through the decades of how it has progressed and changed and uh, how it changed the fashion industry um and also, if you are an avid vintage clothing collector, you will know from experience that the older the piece, it the higher the price tag. So when you are finding those uh, beautiful vintage flapper dresses, Edwardian day dresses and 1940s silk trouser suits, you want to know that you are actually buying the real deal and that what you are paying for it is a valid um, price and you are armed with some sort of knowledge to know you're getting what you want. So I think, you know, how to date vintage clothing, it can be a bit of a minefield, but if I can do it, you totally can as well. So I'm going to share with you all my top tips on how to date vintage clothing. And without further ado, I'm going to leave you in peace and head straight over to the YouTube video that I pre-recorded. So I hope you enjoy and I'll come back to say goodbye. I'm back to my YouTube channel. Thank you so much for watching today's a new video, which is all about how... I date and how you can date your vintage clothing. So, I'm going to give you four examples here of varying types of vintage clothing to date, including an antique 1920s silk wedding dress. Yes, I did just pause for dramatic effects, but you know, hello, 1920s silk antique wedding dress. Literally, if you've ever watched any of my videos, you know how much I love the 20s, and it has been a dream of mine to find um one of these dresses so I'm beyond excited about it so you know I'm gonna bring that, this out as much as I can to be honest <laughs> uh and I want to show you how you can date it so you know if you do find something like this along your vintage hunting travels you know that you're getting the real deal and not me. So let's get into uh let's get into it shall we let's date this vintage clothing. So Easiest time of vintage clothing today uh, straight away because uh, there's so many good resources out online uh, about brands. Now, when I mean brands, I don't necessarily mean just designer brands like Chanel and uh, all Burberry and all that. Um, there is uh, excellent resources online. The best one that I love and trust, and I use this all the time, every day more or less, is a website called Vintage Fashion Guild. It is a free to use website, I'll link it down below in the description. And they have an excellent um, visual library, so they have like pictures of, of all different sorts of brands. So this dress here is a vintage Marks and Spencers, when it focuses, um, jumper dress, cute-o. actually just got this today, so. Um, They will show you, like, uh, all the different labels at Marks and Spencers, or how this one is called St. Michael's, uh, from, like, the start of their, um, their career, so to speak, like, from the start of their... Of when Marks and Spencer's was out, we we'll use this as an example, and they'll show you visual examples. They'll tell you the dates when it started, when it finished, and then they'll show you on to the next one. So, if you have a brand like a high street brand like this one, or any of the big, huge designer ones, or even uh, some really hard and rare to find only vintage designer brands, like I recently found a Miss Mouse jacket. These, this is a real boutique small very highly collectible um, vintage brand and you know there's not loads of resources online but this website has it on there so if you have any sort of brands like this uh, go on that website and you'll be able to more or less date it straight away. If you can't I will be very surprised there has been a few few times where you know uh, I haven't been able to find what I'm looking for on this website but just do your research I always think that you know you can you can always tell if something is old or not from where it was made so this is made in the UK unfortunately we don't make many clothes here anymore which is something I hope to bring I hope comes back here you know I always think it's a sign of quality isn't it if it's made in uh, the UK or England Um you can then tell by like the colors and the font and stuff used on the label it's very uh, old fashioned <laughs> for a lack of a better word that sort of um, label isn't it and then another great way uh, to tell is also by uh, the material that the dress was made of. Now this is actually made from acrylic, so you know, that's nothing, That's not an old fabric. This is still used quite a lot in clothing today. Um, another great way to tell if you do have a label, because I do understand that sometimes there isn't a label in vintage clothing, um, which we'll get onto, to, don't you worry, uh, is to actually look at the diagrams on the back of the label. And to see, where well, my camera focuses, okay. Now, oh, it's working, is it? Now, you can see here, this is the care label. Come on, camera. Now, that is an old way to, to um, write a care label. You'd never see that now on um, modern day clothing. So, if you are in any doubt, check that out. And then um, from resources online you will be able to then uh, give a decade if nothing else you know I always think if you can give a decade you can't really ask for more than that so you'll be able to do that that. so first stop if you've got the uh, brand label it's really so easy to date things go to that website and you're set Uh, if not Google is your friend as we all know that Um, I would be very surprised if you couldn't date, find your brand label on that I found 99% of the things I needed on there um, and then you need to look at the materials used and then the care label if you can't uh, date it still okay so next now for me because I have obviously been running my vintage shop for a few years now you do get better at dating things straight off the bat like you, I can look at a dress and say that's 60s, that's 70s, and it's down to experience, like, the more that you do something, the better that you get, your eye develops, and, you know, you start to memorise all these things that, you know, I never had an idea about when I first started, uh, and it just becomes second nature, so, you know, uh, you just need to be a bit patient with yourself, or you've got your knowledge, but, you know, if I can do it, like, you. Yeah. so another good thing uh, to know about is zips. Now, I know it's probably not the most exciting thing to tell you, <laughs> but, you know, it is true. Now, metal zips, in clothing is a vintage thing because let's face it metal zips are chunkier they're more expensive to uh, make so uh, now in modern day clothing they're more likely to be um, plastic or nylon zips because they are uh, more delicate so they sort of tend to lend themselves better to um like on this dress it's a um, zip in the back so now On a modern day equipment, you'd have an invisible zip which would be plastic or uh, a man-made material. Now this has a metal zip straight away. Even if I didn't know anything else about this dress I could see when it's placed in the back that is going to be a vintage dress. Then I'm going to think oh look the material is for lack of a better description fleece-like almost but very thin fleece-like. And then if I couldn't see the print. So I've just gone off the zip, metal and the fleece line material. Okay, yes, it feels very vintage to me. They've used a metal zip. This is probably going to be about a 60s dress in the back. Um, bearing in mind, um, zips in the back of clothing only originated in the 50s. So if you have that knowledge of like um, how technology progressed fashion, uh, it really, really will help you. Now, I have learned everything that I know. Um, <laughs> from just researching myself online, um, but these are the things that I think about instantly when I'm looking at a piece of clothing that I'm thinking about buying, how much I want to pay for it. So, this is a great way to know what you should be paying for something and then also how to date it. So, we've just discussed the fabric, then obviously, from the colours of this dress, the fact that it's short, long sleeved, this is a 60s dress. Now, I haven't even looked at the label yet to confirm this. So, again, made in Hong Kong. Nylon, and this is meant to be a size sixteen. Now, this is a great, great, great indicator of age. Vintage clothing, in particular, in well, sorry, no particular, in general, is at least two sizes smaller than modern day equivalent. That's because you know we've got bigger, um, and vintage clothing does run small, doesn't it? So this is a sixteen. I am a UK eight on top, ten on bottom, and I would say this is a size ten dress it would fit me nicely Um, so I can tell from the fact that the sizing is a lot smaller (laughs) that this is a vintage item as well. Then the fabric is actually a nylon uh, blend and it has a very (laughs) vintage um, label on it which I'll show you now if my camera will play along. There we go. Um, There and then another vintage label. So, from all these things, I can quite confidently say that this is a 60s dress. And very cool. Don't you just love that print? Hello? Pop art. Oh, Pop Oh, you said that wrong. Sorry. So, there we go. Um, so, they're two quite easy things today, I think, you know, because they've got labels in, you have something to work off, um, and, you know, the more information that you have or you can get from a label, the easier it is for you to date things, I think. Next. Now, this, actually we'll do this dress first. Now, this dress has, uh, well it's beautiful, obviously. (laughs) Uh, uh, I really love the design, I love the fact that it's got uh, pearl inlaid buttons to it, double-breasted fastening. It's fully lined um, throughout with that matching chocolate brown lining. Uh, Again, it has a back zip in it uh, and um, has a cool flap detail to the front. This dress has a label in it. Now, maybe not one that you might have heard of, but I have actually heard of it because I love looking at uh, vintage labels, don't I? Um, So this is California. Uh, I think you can instantly tell from a label, new or old. Let me just come closer so you can see this beautiful label. Uh, You can instantly tell, even if you had never heard of this uh, brand before. Sorry, I know it's actually different too, but I have to... You'll see what I'm doing, afraid I will add uh, photos to my blog if you want to go and check it out in the right direction. Now, vintage labels in comparison to modern day labels, they are generally a lot more decorative in their design. They're usually embroidered. On here, it's quite easy for me to just go, whoop, oh yes that has been embroidered. Now, if you can imagine how much this would cost to make just the label, uh, that is a good indicator that it's a vintage design because this would cost a lot more to make than the printed versions that you tend to see in modern day clothing. As you can see here, I know it's that different, so I do apologize again. Uh, it says made in England, and then it has the vintage style dry clean label on it. Now, I wanted to show you this one in particular because um, like, unlike modern day clothing, vintage clothing there was no legal rules that they had to add like what material the piece of clothing was made from there was no rules like that you could just make something you didn't have to put a single label in it if you didn't want to i do believe that the rules for adding a vintage label sorry like um material labels into clothing came in the 80s i believe so it's quite late on um so that is a good indicator if you can't see a um garment label in it uh, for the composition of the fabric that's indicated that it's probably later than the 80s now this dress has a lot going on on it the design on it is 60s in its silhouette short sleeveless little mini dress here Uh, but we're going to look at the zip now now this has a plastic zip in it that doesn't mean that it's not vintage it means it was made at a later point I would actually date this dress late 70s and it's from everything that I know about the brand, the fact that it has no uh, garment, la- garment sorry, composition <laughs> material in it, and um, the fact that you can then go onto that Vintage Fashion Girls website and look at the brand label. Um, now, you're probably going to think, how can I then uh, tell people what the material is, or find out for myself, how do I wash it? I always think, if in doubt, hand wash it when it comes to vintage clothing because you can't just nip out and find yourself another one can you really nilly <laughs> so if in doubt hand wash it out now because i have been doing this for quite a while now i have a good sense of different materials different fabrics i know how they feel um, and how they hang this has got a beautiful weight to it this dress and it hangs perfectly on uh fully lined and it's made from a quality vintage brand I would say this is a cotton and linen blend uh, with a man-made, probably acetate-based lining in it. If you don't have the knowledge of like materials like I do, uh, another good way to sort of do it if you're learning and really want to get your fingers and your eyes working for you is to compare it to something in your wardrobe that you do know is cotton, is viscose, is acetate. So you can then get the sense of the feel of fabrics and that that is really useful for when you need to like uh, describe something or if you are trying to date something well. So that's what I would do. Now, don't worry, I'm going to get on to the 1920s wedding dress. Do not despair. It is coming your way after this coat. Now, I want to show you this coat because uh, I love the style of it. He doesn't love a lovely, beautiful um, sort of opera evening coat, how I would describe it, with a beautiful shocking pink lining throughout. It has a single hook and eye fastening and um, this fabric and print it's just delightful I think so I want to show you this one because this is probably one of the hardest ones uh, today it has absolutely no labels in it at all I think um, not a brand label not a care label it's been nicely made but there's nothing on it at all so you think how do i know this is vintage where where would you start with this one well i'm going to tell you obviously (laughs) so let me show you up if i can so it is open frontage like i said and then it has a really cool neck detail here so, obviously, not with an orange jumper and a tiger print dress, but you get the gist of where I'm going with this one. Okay, so where I was starting, I'd lo- I would look. I want to look at the silhouette, I want to see, uh, go through my mind and think about all the different decades and what sort of style of clothing, <sighs> sorry, <laughs> the excitement is just too much for me to cope with, uh, was around then, and that is a great starting point. So, from the style of this coat, I'm going to take it off so I don't gush the whole of our conversation. Uh <laughs> I would say it's 60s in its silhouette, it's mid-length. Um, an evening coat is how I would describe it because that is probably how it would have been worn. And with the necktie detail, it's very 60s in its, in its styling. So that is a great starting point. Then what I'd like to look through, I would inspect it fully and just to check, you know, I want to check the seams. Has it been handmade? Has it been homemade? You can tell that from the way it was finished. So if it was uh, made professionally, all the seams would be uh overlocked or uh, French seam, where it's folded back on itself, and there's no—you can't see any raw hems. This is the raw hems on the lining on the inside, and on the material, on the outer material as well. So I probably would say that this is handmade. Again, that is a good indicator because uh, in like years gone by, like at uh, my grandparents' years, you probably as um They used to make a lot of their own clothes, because money was tight, you'd buy fabric, and then you would make it yourself. So, that's a good indicator to sort of see what sort of time period that we're still in, which would still make me feel it was 60s. Now, the next is looking at the material. You can tell it's been very nicely homemade. I would say, from touching this, it's a textured material. I would say it's a wool blend. Now, I like to use the word blend, because, you know... You can't, I can't say with uh, 100% that this is wool, because there's no label for me to tell. From my experience of uh, vintage clothing and fabric, how it feels, how it looks, how it hangs, I would say this is wool, and I'm like, I'd confidently say this is wool as well. So, you know, wool blend is a nice way to put it, I would say. Uh, and then I would say that the uh, the uh, lining is an acetate nylon. Probably more nylon, actually. Um, lining. I would still date this as the '60s from looking at it now, Um, see how it go, how it looks on. Obviously, I didn't show you very well, but I have taken photos of this jacket before, uh, and just with its whole styling, I would say this is a late '60s evening coat. That's that's sometimes that's all you can do with cloth- uh, vintage clothing. I don't think that is necessarily uh, a bad thing. Uh, I think that's one of the beauties of vintage clothing that it, pieces are one-off, so they are harder to do. So, now to what I know you have all been waiting for, and I do not believe. Now, if you don't follow me on Instagram and TikTok, boy, have you been missing out a treat. Now, I have been posting my little mind off with this beautiful dress, uh, and it has been going down a treat. So, obviously, 1920s clothing is very expensive because, you know, it's rare isn't it that's why things cost a lot because they're hard to find because they're old um vintage clothing from this period is made from a lot of uh, natural fabrics like silk uh which are um harder to not harder to care for you know they don't always fare as well if they're not uh, stored in the right conditions so you know you know this is like 100 years old now isn't it which it just blows my mind to even say out loud Now it's a beautiful um, wedding dress and it has the most amazing accessories with it which I'll show you in a second. So, now it does have missing beading on it but I do not care because it is beautiful. Now straight away from the silhouette you can tell that it's 20s, it's got a drop waist um, design, pull over the head which is in keeping for the time period and then the beautiful beading to the front which is art deco in its style you know that swirly print in very art deco with its design and it's very sort of organic and um free flowing then it has a more of a geometric design just above the uh gathered waistband uh there so <sighs> as you can tell it is beautiful now one of the ways that is a great way to tell if something is vintage clothing on a piece this this old now actually anything over 90 years is classed as antique so this is 100 years old so this is classed as antique clothing so the little Brucey bruised bonus fact for (laughs) you there I'm sure you knew it anyway is to look at the thread yes I know I mentioned zips and now I'm on to thread think about how much technology progresses even in our lifetimes thread is uh, on antique clothing like this, is a lot thicker than the thread that you, you we are used to seeing now. And don't pay any attention to, why would you? It's the thread that holds your clothes together, you don't necessarily see it, do you? On beading clothing like this, you see it because it, all this would have been hand beaded, has to go through the beads and in and out of the silk. So if you look very, very, very carefully, I don't know if I'll be able to show you this. I've put some detailed pictures up onto the blog post, so you can go and check it out. Now, let me see if I can show you, my friends. Zoom in. No, it's not the best of pictures. Now, let's see if it's face. No, it's not going to focus, is it? Come on, camera. So, I'd hold it there because that's really as much as I can see. Maybe you could pause it and then zoom in yourself. The thread is a lot thicker than what you would find on a beaded dress uh, today. You can actually quite clearly see it between, like, the joins where the beads meet up and go back in either end here. And it's quite... Once you know to look for it, it is actually quite obvious almost. So, that's a great way to see if something is actually someone is telling you great and next thing to think about is consider you know on a beaded dress like this what are the beads made of you're not going to get sequins. sequin <clears throat> sequins are not around in the 20s if you buy it and you bought something or have something or someone is telling you something that is well it's not good <laughs> no sequins in the 20s basically no you have a 20s dress or someone is trying to sell you a 20s dress with a sequin on it it is not a 20s dress original one it's a 20s style dress no 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 so bear that in mind also uh bear in the mind you know it's going to be antique silk like this is you're going to have a few age marks on it age spots even I'll show you one on here that is to be expected with something so old and you're going to tend to have that sort of um soft yellowy tone to it like this does Like this could have been pure white with age Uh, The natural material tends to yellow over time. Completely natural. I don't think it deters from the beauty of it at all. But just bear that in mind. If you're buying something of this age, which is 100 years old, just to reiterate that, it should not look new. Now, it has beautiful detailings, like this little um, sort of bow on its sleeves. And then it actually has a popper on it. That's fine. Poppers were around in the 20s. That is fine. Another way to and something well, is to undo the puffer carefully, give it a little bit of extra support, and it should be larger, a little bit larger than you would think it would be, because again, as technology progresses, things get smaller, more delicate. So bear that in mind as well. Then let me show you an age spot. So the difference between age spot and just dirt is the fact that it's sort of, dirt sort of rests on the surface. This is actually like, almost in the fabric. Yeah, so that is how you would date a dress like this. Uh, and then um, obviously silhouette and bearing in mind all the information that you'd already know about that period. Now, another great way for me to date this dress was it actually came in the most amazing vintage wedding accessories ever. Now, I knew this was 20s already. I found it in a house clearance place in London. It's dreamy, that place. Uh, <laughs> and it came With a classic 1920s um, handmade wax uh, crown, tiara. How amazing, is it? The whole thing of this is 20s through and through. The way it sits there on your head, handmade. This is a great way to tell from the construction of it uh, by looking at the undergarment. It is very delicate because it is wax that it survived is amazing. Now I'm just going to just kneel down so I can show you uh, things in more detail. So it came with a wax flower cross- corsage, as well, uh, the same sort of style and then you can turn it over and see how it was constructed on the back. Beautiful and it's um, so simple in its design but I would imagine this was going to be worn on the chest of the dress or you know maybe even the groom wore that to compliment his bride. Next we have um some most amazing little wax bracelet Ooh. so pretty again you know worn by the bride just love this so Amazing that this has all survived, and then also it has survived. So, I don't want to be the one to make it not to survive. Uh, this would have been worn by a little flower girl or bridesmaid. One second, I'm having an issue. A little um, rose floral crown. Imagine little bridesmaids wearing that, can't so cute. And then check out how tiny these little white leather gloves are. Again, beautiful button detailing on the back of them. So soft and so small. I do have large hands, but these are really tiny. See? So, and then they've got a mark and the size written inside of them size six and a half. Also known as kid size. Tiny, 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 tiny. So there you go. That is how I date my vintage clothing and that is how you can date your vintage clothing. The more that you do it, the more that you uh, research your vintage designer brands, know little details about how until 2000, Burberry was Burberry's with S on the end. Um, Just these little things, little tips that you pick up along the way. You'll be on your path to know absolutely everything there is to know about vintage clothing and how to date it. I hope you found this video useful and interesting and you liked some of my finds. Obviously I know you like this wedding dress, how could you not? Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for watching me. My name is Rachel Sadler and this has been a video for Ada's Attic Vintage and I shall see you very soon. Bye! So thanks so much for lending me your ears podcast, I truly appreciate every single one of you for listening to uh, this very podcast, I am always up for suggestions on anything you may want me to cover, it doesn't have to be about vintage necessarily, it can be about anything to do with fashion and style, Um, and I also need to apologise as from listening to that video myself, I realised quite how fast I talk, I actually don't think I took a breath for the whole 28 minutes, so... (laughs) There we go. Take a breath now. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to uh, this uh, podcast, Fashion Pod 101. My name is Rachel Sadler and I will be back with you very, very soon. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.